You've tuned in to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of Father's Day, June 21st, 2020. This is episode 158. From that city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And still straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, we are continuing the Quarantine Chronicles distance conversation, discussion, whatever have you. This is Volume 8. Uh, you are listening to the Bellingham Podcast. Well, Chris, it's been some time. How you been? It's been a couple weeks. Uh, back on the stick again. Uh, had had some family life milestones as of late, which was why, uh, if you've noticed in your podcast feed, we haven't shown up since our uh, well-received from uh, the, the couple folks that have chimed in uh, episode that we had last time. We are not in full-on yuck-yuck mode. Uh, however... I kind of like the theme music. Yeah, I know. So anyway, yes. How about yourself, AJ? Yeah, I mean, things going as, as good as can be expected, Chris. It, it, it was nice to have a, a week reprieve, especially after having our, uh, uh, our guest contributor, Darren Brown, on the show and stuff. Yes. And, uh, but no, I mean, it was, it was a nice reprieve, kind of getting my, myself back into a good space. And good conversations have been had. Yes. Um, and that's, Important I, conversations. And I think, I, I mean, that's all we could have ever asked for at sure. an episode. So thanks to all of our listeners. Uh, as far as a family milestone, our... My, my wife's and my daughter graduated from a high school here in Bellingham, and uh, that was a, a wonderful opportunity, experience, event, despite it having a huge neon glowing asterisk by it um, for not having a full-on gradu- traditional graduation a ceremony. Gathering. Yeah, a gathering. Um, it was, uh, they, you know... In Bellingham, uh, there are three high schools and uh, another, a couple other uh, uh, non-public high schools. Uh, they did the best they could yeah. with the situation. And uh, while there were virtual grad walks and uh, vehicle parades through oh, town. Oh, I heard them. Yes. I heard them all um, up and down the street. The parents and the, and the students uh, you know, had to have some kind of acknowledgement for the achievement, the work that's been done. And uh, for my uh, little sweetie, who I remember uh, as a little shrimpy uh, back in 2010 when my wife and, and she and I became a family, uh, that was a wonderful uh, 10 years in the making. Uh, but uh, congratulations on graduating, daughter, and uh, good luck at where you are headed uh, in the university this fall. Yeah. So anyway, uh, good time with family. I decided family stuff of uh, priority over the podcasting. Yeah. And uh, for those of you, money back guarantee. So yeah. <laughs> there well, you go. I think it worked out. I mean, with everything that was going on and stuff, we wanted we wanted to give pause, and it 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 worked out. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. And also to Chris's daughter, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. There you go. All right. So, uh, sounds good. Let's, let's get on to get back in the rhythm. Let's get on the rhythm of, of positivity. Like we used to be. Let the rhythm hit him, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the beat, Chris. (laughs) I'm about to, uh, anyway, moving on. Um, So father's day is this weekend. Yes. Here in the U S and, uh, I've been a, a stepfather for a decade and you've been a a daddy O for almost four years, almost four years. So congratulations, uh, uh, on yeah, yes. Um, high, air high five. Self high five. That's right. Very <laughs> cool. Uh, however, while it is a day to celebrate, just like Mother's Day, as we give props to the all the work that's done 365 or 66 days a year uh, that occurs, um, I want to I want to take mention, and, and if this is a, a downer, so be it, uh, but it's, it's half my show, so I'm going to go for it. Um, there are some folks out there that this annual, this is an annual reminder 
of the sorrow and or loss one might have when you don't have your father around. Right. Uh, I, for one, uh, it's been 15 years since I lost my father to uh, a heart attack in his sleep at age 72. Mm -hmm. And so uh, while I appreciate the uh, appreciation for what I'm currently doing, my father is not here for me to celebrate with him, although his memory remains. And then there are also those who are uh, in, a, in a situation or a life circumstance where their father wasn't around. Sure. And uh, for that, uh, this is a difficult uh, holiday. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you're not alone. Uh, but I wanted to make mention of uh, the folks that may be listening in who don't have that uh, Ward Cleaver, uh, Stephen Keaton. Oh, uh, let's see who else could I have? Uh, other, the father figures that we saw on TV. Our hearts uh, go out to you in a little bit. No, that's totally true, Chris. And that, that's good that we bring it up because, I mean, everybody's in different stages and stuff. Um, to my pops, I just want to say Happy Father's Day. Absolutely. Uh, to AJ's daddy-o, Happy Father's Day. Uh, unfortunately, because of, of uh, COVID and, and health concerns and stuff, you know, I can't see him and stuff. And I know that there's a lot of other people that are like that. Maybe maybe even you're uh, listening to our show and you're like, man, I wish I could see my daddies maybe in a in a old folks home or, you know, maybe they have health conditions and you can't visit them. So, you know, I feel you. Um, you know, this whole situation that we're in uh, globally definitely puts a cramp on uh, family, that however you define it and wherever they may be at. So. Here's hoping that the 2021 Father's Day, Mother's Day, Grandparents' Day, Kids' Day, whatever day you may be celebrating can be done in person without six foot, 10 foot. With the uh, whole distance. kit caboodle, Chris. I mean, blow out the stops, whole nine yards. I, my caboodle is ready <laughs> to engage <laughs> with people in close proximity. For those that do have fathers <laughs> that they want to celebrate, AJ, what are some ideas to be able to uh, get them yeah. a little something uh, or show them a little bit of appreciation? As, as I like to call it, this one, this uh, so in years past, we usually do a Father's Day episode. This is, I think, the fourth annual uh, Bellingham podcast, uh, Father's Day extravaganza episode. Sure. And uh, this one, I, I jokingly, lovingly want to call this Father's Day ordering in. There you go. I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> so the first thing I want to say is, uh, I mean, uh, this year is a little bit different. I think you and I are kind of on the same wavelength because of the economy and everything else here. First one I want to throw out is honestly here in, in Washington State, go down to your local uh, shop that does outdoor stuff. For me, I, I recommend Jaegers uh, over on, the, was that Northwest? Northwest, and they are on the Bellingham Podcast goods list. Yes, they are the goods. Jaegers Sporting Goods. Uh, go get a, uh, you want to have a, a cool surprise? Go go get a fishing license for you and your pops and go fishing. You know, um, my son and I did that last year. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I'll even throw out if you're, because uh, we have colleagues that are our new parents. Um, you know, kids fish free in our state up to a certain age. So it's kind of buy one, get one free in my book. So it's a BOGO fest, right? So it's a, <laughs> it, you know, it's a deal for dads and you know, you can go out and do, I mean, the weather finally has started to look better. It's been kind of miserable for the last two weeks. Um, and of course, captain get out over here, you know, get out with, with your, with your family, you know? Okay. And, 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 you know, my other alias, Lieutenant Experience in this case. <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Experience. That's right. Uh, along these lines, you know, you can, so many articles, if you were to do a search, and I'm, I'm not recommending Google, but if you do a search on the web, uh, unique Father's Day gifts. Top 10 buyers, guys yeah, for fathers. It's going to cost cash It's going to be a thing. Yeah. We're in the era and the mindset of experiences. And while this isn't a, a completely uniquely original experience, mm -hmm. here's my biggest recommendation. I only have one because I'm a father 
and uh, I don't play one on TV, but um, I've got some experience. And I think attention and appreciation is one thing. A card could be wonderful, but the weather's getting nicer here in the Northern Hemisphere. Go out for, take your dad out for a, a walk if you're able to, or if you're able to enjoy the outdoors, fresh air, cool. But ask them questions about themselves. Very rarely do our dads viewed, oh, by the way, they were once a bachelor. By the way, they once <laughs> had a life outside of you, kiddo. What? Yeah. I don't understand this, Chris. It wasn't like a, you know, just open up a door and out pops a father. Uh, ask them about what their life was like back 10, 20, 30 years ago. Back in my day. Exactly. And ask them what was life like back when you fill in the blank. When you graduated high school, when you were in college, what and do you know where they went to college? Yeah. Do you know what their most embarrassing experience was? Doesn't exist. All dads are impermeable to do that. Some dads may not want to <laughs> reveal that much uh, vulnerable information about themselves, but to inquire about some of their interests, some of their past history, what was the most exciting time that you had before uh, meeting mommy, uh, you know, Hey, guess what? Uh, free information, 1995, going to see Van Halen at the Gorge. Thank you very much. Uh, free information. Ask, ask them about themselves. Give them a chance. Give them an opportunity to talk about themselves. Uh, that's my best recommendation. That's rad. That's rad. Another recommendation I have is, of course, coming from the photographer here. In years past, I've mentioned, like, you know, make something sentimental for them for, uh, for, for their Mother's Day or Father's Day. I mean, see previous episodes. Like making a calendar and stuff. Um, this kind of dovetails a little bit into tech as well as memory or memoir. And um, the fine folks over at Fujifilm, I love their equipment. They're not a sponsor. But hey, Fuji, if you want to sponsor the show, get in touch with AJ. We'd oh, yes. be happy to have a conversation. Yeah, the Analog Explorer would like to talk to you. So, no, um, so Fujifilm, uh, one of the things I, I really appreciate their uh, company and technology is they still stayed in the film game, uh, even through digital. And I know that sounds a little bit backwards, but... Uh, you are talking to the Analog Explorer after all. There is a series of printers, and I use P, the lowercase p on printer here. They have this film technology called Instax. It's basically their version of a Polaroid film. It's an instant film. They have a printer that will print back to film. And I, I, if you go back into the Bellion Podcast archives, you will see a Christmas video episode. It's the only video episode Chris and I ever did where I showed their very first version of this, the SP-1. Our faces are still made for radio. Oh, very much so, Chris. But the uh, the Instax technology has progressed um, to the point where they've got some really nice technology. Um, the the images are a lot sharper on that instant film. Well, they have this SP3, so three models after that one uh, review episode that we did back in Christmas four years ago now, Chris? Back in the good old days. Back in the good old days. The SP3 is basically your ability to get some instant film, develop it yourself as it were, connect to your, your phone, because we all have hundreds of thousands of photos on our phone. Get them off your phone and give them to your Padre, okay? And that's what I'm recommending. These printers usually go for about 100 bucks. Um, and film packs, you know, you can find them on that one website that we never really mention on the show. Usually you can get them for like, you know, 10 bucks a box uh, or so. But here's something you can make, okay? You can make, if you have, um, you know, photos that are just lying on, as digital dust in, in our, our cabinets that are known as our, our phones, get them out into the physical world and hand them or mail them if you can't see your folks. I believe you've been promoted from Captain Get Out to Major Maker. Oh, I like that. There you go. 
Um, do you have another one, Chris? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I so, think, you know, Father's Day, it's a day to show appreciation. Yes, blessing them with a, a cool idea like that to make something. Great idea. I'm just tapped out because I don't really like the spotlight. I'm not the one effusing. I'm not effusive for things to be able to get because I'm in a season of giving with what I'm doing right now. So, so my last recommendation, and it's a little bit pricier, but I've gotten this... So a lot of my friends and our, our colleagues um, are having their first or second child. And as the the token watch guy, I get this question a lot. What would be a good first dad watch? Um, something that's not, doesn't say Rolex or anything like that, but something that they can reliably do daddy duty on. And I've, I've written about this and said this a lot on the show. To dovetail into the watch fam, I want to throw out a, a really cool watch that recently dropped by the folks over at Seiko. The, the model, as it were, it's called a reference number, is SRPE61K1. And it's $275, and it comes in three varieties where this watch basically is built off of like the same watch that you're wearing, the old SKX007. The thing is, this isn't a dive watch, and I get this question a lot, like, hey, I, I, I read your blog, and I understand about the, I don't, want to, I don't want a dive watch. Totally understand. So what Seiko did is they finally took the dive aspect, the bezel off, put a fixed bezel on. It looks more like a, kind of like a Rolex date just type of, uh, if you drew a, a a classic watch, that is what this looks like. Has a day date complication and it has different dials. You can get a blue, black, or anthracite. I'm gonna call it. It's kind of like a silvery thing. Automatic movement comes with a NATO or a bracelet, depending on which variety. But for 275 bucks, and that's that's MSRP. I mean, you can find it cheaper elsewhere. But this is a new watch from Seiko, and it's 40 millimeters. It's a little bit smaller than yours. So if you have smaller wrists and you're a new dad and you want, or if you're if you're the mom and you're trying to get that husband of yours a, a you know a Father's Day present. Look at uh, look at that watch because one of those unassuming. It doesn't scream "I am an adventurer" or "I am um, rolling in the Benjamins." It's just a good, robust dad watch. And every time they look at that watch, they're going to have a reminder of that life moment yeah. that occurred that is so meaningful for the family. And I, I agree totally. Yeah. So, and if you want other, I, I don't have one hands on because it is a brand new watch. Actually, I'm going to give uh, a shout out to the guys over at 40 and 20, the guys out of Eugene, Oregon. Hello, 40 and 20. Um, Everett and Andrew, I believe, ordered uh, one each. So I believe up on their site and on their show, they're going to mention it. it. By the time this goes out, you'll probably find some more details there if you want a more watch fam robust uh, review of them, if I had to guess. So on that note, I do have to say that there's one Father's Day present that is the gift that keeps on giving. And you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. They are community powered for all the dads and moms and kiddos in this area uh, and streaming worldwide all over the internet, wherever you're at, at kmre.org. Thank you very much. Man, it feels good to get back into the 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 rhythm, Chris. I, I actually have these little game show announcer Tourette's that, have, <laughs> that occur every now and then. So this comes up to our more important thing that we had to put on hiatus. Yes. The Bellingham Bingo. Absolutely. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> part of the Quarantine Chronicle uh, legacy that we are having. When we can't really sit down for a meal out, you got to get takeout. And uh, I'll go. I'll go first on this one because on the O column, O fifty six. Sure, why not? Uh, I really have enjoyed the experience online ordering experience, mind you, from On Rice. Get the O, um, both in Fairhaven and in Barkley Village. Yeah. And uh, since we live in uh, nearer Barkley than Fairhaven, I've 
patronized their restaurant a couple times to get some high-quality Thai food. Uh, I'm a, always a big fan of the Pad CU. Love the Pad Thai with, with whatever addition protein you want. Meat, uh, chicken, beef, tofu. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a big American-sized portion. I was going to say, it's a heaping pile of food. And, indeed. And this could actually you know, be a takeout that can serve, uh, get you two meals if you want. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm a fan of on rice in my O column. I'm getting close to it now. I've been keeping track. Uh, you know, not quite getting the bingo, but uh, that's where I'm at. AJ, what about yourself? So I, I also had to ruminate on the fact that my choices do not have B-I-N-G-O. So this week I made sure I picked one. Wild Oat. O. There you go. So I'm I'm in the O seventy three O seventy three. Sure. Um, Wild Oat Bakery. Um, they're located in downtown Bellingham. Um, I think they're the goods. The cool thing about this is, and I, I mentioned this in a few episodes back, for our, our vegan or veggie centric uh, listeners, you know, here's a place that you can get good baked goods that are vegan. Because um, a while back I mentioned the uh, the Iron Rooster and stuff, and everything is laden in butter. So if you wanted an alternative to that, I wanted to post- uh, posture them. And Wild Oat also makes some really groovy sandwiches, even if you're carnivorous. They have this um, mushroom sandwich. It's the they make their own in-house mushroom meat, for lack of better terms. And so, if you want like a roast dip type of thing, if, even if you're carnivorous, it's really, really tasty. In the words of our French uh, compadres, "Viva la différence!" Viva la différence! And wild oat. Uh, I don't know what the French translation of that would be, but as far as le going, wild oat, <laughs> le wild oat. Thank you very much. You're awesome. Uh, that would be a great place for the variety that we have available for us yeah. in uh, currently phase two here in Bellingham. Get yourself some takeout. Uh, and enjoy that. Uh, what else has been going on that you've noticed in uh, various content uh, consumption areas? So, so wrapping up this episode, we are going into, of course, our quality assurance picks that Chris and I assure you have some sort of quality that's important to us. And once again, money back guarantee if you're not completely <laughs> satisfied as we have been. Okay, so rewinding a little bit early in our chronicles, if not before we even broke into this whole quarantine situation we're in, you had brought up a really remarkable documentary about silence. Yes. Um, and you actually went kind of hog wild in the swag arena for, for the, supporting that project. Absolutely. And one of the things that really drew me in is the way the cinematography was done. And I, I mentioned that on the show, that first initial shot where it was done intentional and you could tell. So I stumbled upon a, I'm going to say he's a local uh, creative on YouTube. I mean, we're he, the, at the time of this recording, the, the video that I'm going to mention and the link is in the show notes. For the love of the warlord and the barbarian, drink. drink. It's only about a hundred thousand views and stuff. Let's let's throw him some love. the The name of this this short, for lack of better terms, is "The Sound of the Pacific Northwest," and it's a cinematic travel film. And you, his name is Aiden, and you can watch also a behind the scenes, the nineteen minute behind the scenes of the cinematic. But some of the ways that him and his compadres, he uh, kind of enlisted the help of three other creatives. Um, one that's a, a F, uh, first-person drone flyer, um, a buddy of his that's that's uh, an avid hiker and knows the lay of the land around the Pacific Northwest, um, all the way out to like Port Angeles and as far as um, I think Portland, Oregon. Sure. And if you're a hiker, if you grew up in the Pacific Northwest, you'll immediately see a lot of the sites that they capture, uh, such as the the downed plain that's outside of Portland, um, Nia Bay, uh, name it. Like there's some very token. Pacific Northwest shots. That's not what drew me into this. What drew you into it, pray tell? 
He focused his entire cinematic narrative around the sound of the Pacific Northwest. And he did that first, then fetched the visual second. So did did he capture the sounds of espresso uh, machine type things? Funny? No. The opposite. Because I thought it was funny, but the anyway. sound, though the 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 uh, little spoiler alert: the ending is um, him waking up uh, to an alarm, which we all have on our phones, at the crack of dawn, which is something you know we all like to do when you're out in the mountains. Unzips his tent. The sound of that zipper walking in the crisp air to go to the the closest stream to fill up that pot for your jet boil to make that first cup of coffee. And it's interesting. Like I can describe to you that anybody who has done that almost as like a religion in the Pacific Northwest, he has that feeling in spades in this short. So I just wanted to throw Aiden a shout out. Like I said, uh, it's, it is a really well done piece. So that's my pick. What about you, Chris? Uh, back, I got a couple of things actually, because I've been consuming content since I'm spending my day at home and spending my evening at home. <laughs> Uh, when I'm not working, looking at a screen, I'm usually watching a screen or reading a book or something like that. But a while back, a few episodes ago, I had talked about a YouTube channel called Peaceful Cuisine, which is a wonderful, quiet, uh, overhead shot kind of view of uh, a, a talented uh, chef making dishes. Well, got one uh, along those same lines in the same vein, or in the case of if you're a prawn fan, the deveined. Uh, I don't know where that one came from. But anyway, uh, there are street food vlogs out there on the YouTube. And uh, I there, there are three that I've thoroughly enjoyed after looking at a number of them. Basically what happens is people will go to the night markets or the food vendor zones and things and film these amazingly talented they need to have at least three more zeros to their paycheck uh food vendors and how they take huge cavernous vats walks grills skillets you name it and create mass quantities of food for the people uh around who you know are are consuming this Oh my gosh, it's so much fun to enjoy this. So there's there's a fellow by the name of Mark Weens, uh, and got you know links to their channel. Should you be interested? Dancing Bacon's. Oh, I love the name. Which drew me into the the name itself. But uh, they're they're mainly in the uh, in the Asia continent. Oh, okay. For what they are filming and travel thirsty, uh, and so these are three YouTube channels that just show people show the cooks, the chefs, the food preparers, preparing the food. And if there's one thing I thoroughly enjoy, it's more of a a quirky chuckle that I get every time the food is prepared and they take a bite. Now we watching the video can't smell the smells or taste the the tastes, but they always without fail have a "Mm," Mm. or some kind of pleasing Uh, reaction on their face. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's like the uh, street food vlog drinking game. (laughs) Never once have I seen them go, Ugh, you know, in disgust. That gets cut, Chris. I would imagine so. But uh, if you want something different in your in your consumption, plus if you want a, a good excuse to get hungry, check out some of these street food vlogs. The other uh, area that I've been uh, trying to do more of is reading physical paper books uh, and to not look at screens because I, I got to shoot straight with y'all. I'm getting a little 
overdone. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching the end point in my relationship with technology and screens since it's so much. I'm like Templeton at the end of the carnival in Charlotte's Web. Come to the analog side, Chris. Yeah, I've already been dancing around <laughs> there. Yeah, no need to tempt me. So there's a fellow that I've been following for about a decade. He's a blogger. He's uh, a, a, a muse, if you will. His name's Derek Sivers. Derek Sivers used to own a CD baby back in the nineties. Oh yeah. Yes. Sold that for a, a, a chunk of change and has been a worldwide famous blogger, writer, et cetera, et cetera. And I subscribed to his, uh, blog and I added my name to his, uh, his list, uh, of newsletters and such very authentic, very genuine, uh, and I received this email this morning, actually, before we recorded. Dragged my carcass into uh, my office uh, about 10 steps away. Fired up my personal email and saw this rather personal link. You know, hi there. It's not like a formulated e- email like a lot of companies do. But he goes, you you submitted this email address to a list to be notified when I have a book available. If you click this link, you can get uh, an opportunity to purchase it. Well, I did, you know, uh, and it was before work. So I'm like, let's go for it. And this is almost like an immediate reflex purchase from some person that I hold in high regard. The new book by Derek Sivers is called Your Music and People, Creative and Considerate Fame. And the tagline is a philosophy of getting your work to the world by being creative, considerate, resourceful, and connected. AJ, I think he was writing it with you in mind. I, I guess. Thank you, thank you uh, Mr. Sivers, for that. that. That was excellent. Yep. It's 15 bucks, And uh, you can also get a pre-advanced copy of the hardback paper version, which I naturally Groovy. did because I want to support you know, home creative. brew creators, yeah. if you will. And so uh, Derek uh, Sivers, the, the one thing that I give as a piece of advice, I actually got to do this, uh, bestow this piece of advice for my daughter as she's graduating high school and about to embark on college away from the nest. Uh, and for those of you listening out there, I may have mentioned it. I'm going to mention it again. As you're making a life decision, as you're having a choice on what to do, uh, someone to date, someone to be friends with, some article of clothing to purchase, whatever it might be, if it's not a hell yeah, then it's a no. And that came from Derek Sivers. Hmm. So with someone who has philosophized like that, how could I not buy a book from uh, this fine gent? Hell so, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's not going to get us the explicit tag, is it? No, hell's okay. fine. Okay, cool. I'm glad. Yeah. Anyway. FCC shouldn't have a problem with it either. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so AJ, what else be uh, going on for you? So, I mean, as, as Chris and I are kind of getting back on the stick, I just want to thank everybody who has stayed with us through the quarantine chronicles and, and through just listening to our shows. I, um, I've seen a lot of uptick in our, our stats. So I just want to say like, you know, thank you wherever you're at in the world. And I know, you know, Sri Lanka, you're still listening to us and, and, and every, we still love you and we still love you. Um, France, Spain, um, Portugal for the five or six people that are listening to us now. <laughs> yeah. No, we thoroughly appreciate it. Uh, UK, um, I just, I just want to say thank you. You know, uh, you know, Chris and I, when we started the show four years ago now, um, you know, it started off as a local show and then it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And, you know, we have, we've now have relationships with, with a lot of you that are listening and stuff. So I just want to say thank you. You know, these are some awkward times and I'm glad that, uh, Chris and I have a community of folks that, uh, like us for who we are. And it gives us an opportunity. I mean, we are blessed to be able to have this voice and we attempt to use it for good. Um, we really haven't encountered uh, many much negativity, which has been a blessing. And of course, I just jinxed us. Yeah. But for all of those <laughs> who Send all the trolls hate mail to Chris. Yeah, go find me on the internet if you can. Uh, 
<laughs> but for those of you listening and appreciating uh, our work, thank you for taking the time, these 30-minute chunks of your life. Uh, maybe may, maybe less if you listen to us on 1.3x. If that's the case, we really appreciate how you're doing that, and we, we want to continue <laughs> to have you listen to our show. And the creative editing is done by AJ Barsay for our summer recording studio, which we didn't mention in, uh, oh, during our true. show. We are at the Northridge uh, Trail on these wonderful three benches. Uh, as we're recording, we have a bunch of walkers, dog walkers, joggers, and other people uh, passing by. Uh, but anyway, thank you for the audio engineering for what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, we do appreciate it. Yeah. And, and we are abiding by our Governor Jay Inslee's. Uh, I think we got about a good 10 footer. Uh, I'm thinking 11 feet. Let's, but, let, let's go 15. Why not? Let's yeah. exaggerate. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, and, and Jay, I know you're listening, so thank you anyway. Thanks, Gov. Um, so that wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us. That means you, Governor Jansley. Uh, wherever you like to get your podcast, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They're streaming worldwide at KMRE.org, and they are the favorite choice of every single person on this planet. <laughs> well stated. Uh, from the city by the Salish Sea again, I'm AJ Marseille. And I'm Chris Powell. Thank you once again for joining us here on the Bellingham Podcast. Could that chopper get any louder? Dude, that's like every bit of like 5 dB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>